Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all, to feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. From a positive and unifying approach, a decision was made to wedge, to divide, and to stigmatize. I fear that this politicization of the pandemic risks undermining the public's trust in our public health institutions. This is not a risk we ought to be taking lightly. That is Liberal MP Joel Lightbound of Quebec earlier this week. He sort of became, well, he did become the first member of the Trudeau caucus to publicly break ranks and level some criticism the way the PM and uh, the party and the way they've handled this pandemic response. And his criticism didn't stop there. Beyond the divisive politics, he says the federal COVID measures, uh, including vaccination mandates, need to be reevaluated. There needs to be a clear roadmap for Canadians on when and how that happens. Um, joining us now to talk about the situation is Randy Boissonneau, who is the Minister of Tourism in uh, the Liberal Cabinet and uh, an MP from Alberta. Um, Minister Boissonneau, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. It's my pleasure, Shay. Thanks for the invitation. Yeah, so a couple of different angles we can talk about here. First of all, the politicization yeah. and the division, and, and, and there's no question that it's reached a, a point where it's become... Uh, really, really detrimental to society overall. You know, he's saying that the Prime Minister and the Liberal Party has some, you know, has to bear some of the blame there. Do you agree with what he had to say? Well, Shay, let me start by taking a step back and just saying that uh, I feel very deeply how much people want to get back to normal life. And I know that I want to get out and see friends and family. And I know that people want to get out to bars, go on vacation, see relatives and actually stopped thinking about COVID for the first time in two years. And so I know that there's good news and you know that the vaccines are working and uh, they helped us get through this Omicron wave. And I do think that we got to make sure that we don't do too much too soon. And I really do think that the measures that we put in place have kept people alive. We see it in our, in our mortality rates among the lowest in, in the world. And you know as well as I do, Shay, that the number one thing that we're trying to protect in all of this is our healthcare system and the health and security of Albertans. And I mean, take a look, it's like 94% of Alberta hospital beds are still full. And that includes the ICU beds. And, and the toll that this is taking on healthcare workers is also a factor. So if we take a step back and then we say, you know, why were the measures put in place? Well, they're put in place to keep Canadians safe, to keep our businesses afloat. That's why nine out of $10 of federal supports that came to Alberta came or supports that came to Alberta came from the federal government. And I do think that if you take a look at, uh, you know, you use the word division. Yeah. And I think if we take a look at, if we take a look at the actual numbers, we got like 90% of Canadians that have got at least a first dose, well over 80% got their second dose. I know I and uh, most of the, all of the people I know have got their third dose uh, if they're eligible. And so, I do also know that we had Canadian Armed Forces people helping us out in our own healthcare system in Alberta. So I understand the frustration. I understand the, the expressions of frustration. But, Shay, we also, and even the Conservatives today have said it's time for the, the blockades to come down and the protests to end because we're seeing, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars a day being lost out of our economy. So 
the virus is our is our common adversary, not each other. I, I agree, and I think most Canadians agree. Uh, um, it's just the fact of how we got to this point. Um, and you know, I know I know uh, a lot of people t- talk to me about the fact that you know the Prime Minister in that French interview coming out and talking about these people involved in the convoy and calling them misogynists and racists and being you know. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. That's divisive. I don't think there's any other way to look at it, Randy. Yeah. So, I mean, do you, when you heard the prime minister say those things, what was your thought in terms of this is a good track to be on or is this just going to cause us more problems well i can say this like i'm in ottawa right now shay and for for edmontonians for albertans for the people back home that haven't you know seen the news or really taken a dive into this like the streets of ottawa are occupied by by big trucks big rigs and a lot of vehicles from alberta and i get the the frustration from home and look, we we got to make sure that we use the the right kind of brush. But Shay, like there was Confederate flags here, there was like Nazi flags here. Yeah, well, I there know. There is stuff that does not wash for Albertans. And so, well, here's what I know: I know people are frustrated. They want to get back to normal life. Like you mentioned it, I'm the minister of tourism. I want to I want to open the border tomorrow. But we got to do this in a way that's going to keep us safe. Look. I don't want the 12-year-old kid that's going to break their arm this weekend riding a bike to not get the health care. Sure. Uh, you know, you and I may have somebody that's going to have a heart issue or a cancer treatment and, and get canceled if those numbers go up. So here's what I can say. Every day I work with my colleagues in government and with our provincial and municipal partners to make sure that we are able to have a responsible and safe reopening of the economy. And that means that be keep, keeping people safe, making sure that the vaccines uh, stay in place, but also that we're able to get back to normal as soon as it's safe and responsible to do so. The other point he made, um, you know, the government could provide a plan. They could give Canadians a clear understanding of how long this might continue. What's the point of these mandates? As you know, there's a lot of people that think the the trucker mandate doesn't make any sense. um, And uh, other mandates that are in place, just they don't make sense anymore. So a plan as to when they may go away and why they're still needed. um, That seems to make sense to me. Let me, let me, let me go to this. I'm going to go answer your question directly. Um, We've got a, a cross-border issue. The U.S. has got a vaccine mandate in place. We made sure that we harmonized with them. 
and the um, the president of the uh, organization that sort of monitors inter uh, inter country like uh, trucking traffic between Canada and the U.S. Yeah. has said that the the mandate the vaccine mandates had no no material effect on cross border traffic. What is affecting traffic, Jay, is the Ambassador Bridge totally. blockade and the Coots blockade. And so here's what I know, and I'll be very direct: my colleagues and I are working in government, in the federal government, are working every day on uh, the ability to communicate to Canadians in a safe and clear way how we can reopen the economy and to do so in a way that follows the science, that sticks very close to the science, that also, you know, responds to where you know Canadians are, but to also make sure that people who did the right thing and got vaccinated are able to to see themselves in the decisions that we make. So I do hear you very loudly and clearly. So does the tourism sector. I'll say another thing, Shay, that the full strength of the Canadian economy won't come back until the tourism sector does. And I learned something as tourism minister, which is that um, tourism is Alberta's number two export, right after oil and gas. Mm-hmm. And so we need the people to come back. And to do so, we need uh, a safe, responsible plan for reopening. And we're working on that every day. Okay, uh, last one. The reopening plan, great. Uh, I look forward to seeing it. What about the plan to end this? You mentioned the Ambassador Bridge. I'm seeing more and more American politicians, uh, the Michigan governor, the White House saying we need to get some resolution here. Now I'm seeing we've got the same situation at the Emerson Crossing in Manitoba, uh, Sarnia, you know what's going on in Coots. What is going on here, Minister? Is there? Not, are we helpless? Are we just completely you know, at the mercy of a group of truckers. I mean, is there a way that we can get out of this? Because there's a new one every day. We are working with all of our partners to make sure that the rule of law prevails and that the safety and security of Canadians and that the free-flowing goods of goods across the borders uh, is resumed. And I can assure you that we are working on this issue uh, with great attention and great seriousness. Okay. The law's been broken for a while. You know that. I mean, I'm just wondering what the holdup is to not enforce the law. I mean, we, we've all declared these to be illegal, so why aren't we acting? We are working on this with all of our partners. I can tell you one thing. No amount of honking is going ma- to mask the fact that we've got uh, prob- you know, challenges at the border uh, and that we're dealing with a serious virus and a serious disease. So mm-hmm. uh, we are going to work with our partners to make sure that uh, we uphold the rule of law. Minister Boissonneau, I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Shay. All the best. That is Randy Boissonneau, who is Minister of Tourism, Federal Cabinet Minister in the Liberal Government.